And welcome to the South Road Boys. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. How are you, mate? I'm pretty good. What's going on in your little world? Um, not a hell of a lot. I, as you can see, I'm back in the boudoir. Um, yeah, I noticed that. Sexy yes. time. I said, well, not really sexy time. It just means that um, we have people staying in the guest room. So I've been banished to the other room in the house. There you go. Um, as the roadies will now realise, we have many studios in our houses. <laughs> oh, I like the way you called it a studio. Hell yeah. That makes it sound so good. It does, doesn't it? Not the study or the bedroom. I'm, I'm waiting for the day that my wife says, go to the shed. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. I tell you what, though, I don't know how the audio would be in a tin shed. Oh, it'd be, it'd be a bit echoey. Yeah, slightly. The sound engineer that we have for the South Road Boys would be put in overtime trying to work out that shit trying to get rid of all that echo 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 echo, echo. <laughs> god the effects we have on this show S- such a good joke too. oh god it just gets the hairs on my balls standing up it's so exciting <laughs> well <laughs> that's so funny i you know what that's the only segue i'm gonna need for, for this guess what i've been doing this week <laughs> if it's anything to do with your bulbs, I don't think myself or the roadies really need this segment. Dunk my ginger nuts. No. Is this another awesome or awful segment? <laughs> <laughs> Everything Joe is awesome. dunking his ginger nuts. Yeah. Awesome or awful? <laughs> oh, dearie me. No, I have been listening to other podcasts. <gasps> Dun, you have dun, not dun. I have. I've been cheating on you. Enemy. I know. But Why would so you do such a thing, Joe. Well, one of them piqued my interest because of its title and then subject description. And then the other one piqued my interest because I just thought this is potentially going to be hilarious. So which one would you like first? Would you like the serious one? that I thought was really good or the one that I found funny? Well, if we're going to go the serious one, I'm going to assume if it piqued your interest so well and it's that serious and it's that good and it's that great Yes. that it possibly might be about Gillian Anderson. So Uh, I'm going to go that one. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Yeah, there we go. I'm excited. It could be about Gillian Anderson. Yep, yep, yep. Except I don't have a horn for her like you do. So I'm not as into her as you are? I know, but I don't and- understand that. <laughs> <laughs> does not compute. Does not compute. I don't understand. Warning. Warning, Will Robinson. It's like someone saying chocolate cake. I don't like that. It's like, you're fucking what now? <laughs> chocolate cake. I've heard you at chocolate cake and you had me oh. in and then you went, I don't like that. What are you against? Do you hate just eat babies or whatever? Exactly. Just leave the mother licking room. <laughs> exactly. Well, I listened to a podcast this week because the title of it was How to Evacuate a Zoo. And I went, <laughs> Okay. Fuck, that's awesome. And it was a. Is that it, the episode title or the actual podcast title? No, that was the episode title. Right. What's the How podcast to, called? Uh, it's from Zoos Victoria. And it's actually... Okay, so it's actually a serious, full-on podcast. It is a real, true-life account of... Remember when we had... 
I think it was 2005, we had the Black Saturday fires here in Victoria. Oh, yes. We had, unfortunately, lots of people um, lost their houses, people lost their lives, but in the danger zone, highway to the the danger danger zone. zone. (laughs) Kenny Um, Loggins. Uh, uh, He's actually recording a new version of that for the Top Gun sequel. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that. Yes. Bring Um, back the old days. It. So, but this is a, a podcast based from people who were at the Hillsville Sanctuary or Zoo and what they did on Black Saturday and having to evacuate animals and the decisions that they had to make because they realised that some of the animals they had there, they had 80% of the world's population in that zoo of this endangered species. Wow. So, and the decision was... was one of the things that the spoilers people for those who should listen to it may listen to it one of the things that they said is if you take a person or a cat or a dog and you take them from one place to another they're probably going to cope they're probably going to cope with that stress of the move they'll probably and they'll be okay they'll get through it but some of these yeah but some of these animals like one of the birds that they had was so uh fragile that they feared that the actual move, the trauma and the stress of just taking them and capturing them to take mm. them somewhere else could potentially kill them. Which happens with birds a lot. Yeah, so they've got the impending danger of a bushfire coming at them or maybe killing them with moving them and having to make that choice. It's 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 an absolute. Sounds like a movie that should star The Rock or something like. Yeah. <laughs> on the absolute edge of your seat, Dwayne the Wombat Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better ro- still, Dwayne the Rockmelon Johnson. <laughs> yes, it's David the Rockmelon Johnson. It's Dwayne's brother. <laughs> the lesser. It's like a lesser known Hemsworth. <laughs> Yeah, he's, uh, they call him Pebbles. Pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> he's a stoner. He's a stoner. Yeah, like, he, he never quite made it oh. to the status of the rock. There you go. So it's a fantastic podcast for those who are listening to this one. If you want a serious podcast and you want to understand what people go through to evacuate a zoo, I mean, and they tell about spoilers, they did actually evacuate some animals. <laughs> Um, getting those animals and then taking them to the nearest other zoo that could house these animals, which was Melbourne Zoo, um, or Royal Melbourne Zoo, I think is what it's called, and them arriving in convoys of trucks and cars with all these animals, and there were apparently hundreds of people at the Melbourne Zoo just waiting for them to say, what are we going to do to help? Do they call it, like, do they give it a name? Do they call it Operation Noah? Because that's what I'd call it. <laughs> oh, fuck. You should wouldn't be a it? writer. You should Operation be a writer. Though. But wouldn't it be great? Imagine it that would. blazoned. Oh, the bla- actually, blazoned isn't the best no, word to use. No, not the best word to use. Spread across the front page of the papers. Operation Noah. And I just wouldn't anything else. Just exclamation mark. And they've got a B-double tort liner that just on the side of it's gotten written, The Ark. Uh-huh. And that's ah oh, just writes itself that film, doesn't it? It would be so so good. Maybe we should get in contact with them and <laughs> reassess their game plan. We so could, that was a fan. Uh, it could come from a book. Actually, what we could do is write a book. For, you know that people 
they write a, a really heartfelt book. It's a beautiful book, and it's got a, kind of a long title, and they make a movie, mm-hmm. and the title's nothing to do with the title of the book. They mm-hmm. shorten it right down. So the book, or the, sorry, the movie, would be called Operation Noah. Yep. Starring Dwayne the Rock Melly Johnson. Yes. The book, written by <laughs> Peabody Smith. <laughs> right? How to it's, care for the how to care for the soul of a charcoal foal. <laughs> it's a beautiful tale. It's a sad book. Very sad. Oh, that's fun. But the movie the movie <laughs> Operation Noah. Operation Noah. Yeah. How to care for the soul of a charcoal foal. What was it actually I had a tear when I read it. Quite well written. That Peabody Smith, man, just incredible writer. Oh, you, you, you got me. Yeah, I'm gone. I'm just, I'm just thinking. Of I'm on the, fire, aren't I? <laughs> you're burning up, <laughs> baby. I'm burning. Maybe that could be the theme song, sung by Tina Turner. Burn, baby, burn. And there's going burn. <laughs> but the, how to care for the charcoal? How to care for the soul. Soul. But the thing is, the people who go and watch it will be people who went and saw The Horse Whisperer, and they will be thinking it's about this greyish, dark, dark grey, light black horse, mm, and how, true. you know, like a bit of a... Because you can't give away the ending. Well, or the beginning. <laughs> and it'd be like, you know, there, there was a movie once about a dog, and something bad happened to the dog at the end. I don't want to throw in a spoiler, but he may have been yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and not young. <laughs> um, you know, so you don't want people knowing what's going to happen at the end. That said, though, I, look, I, I do take your point there, but I think one of the top five biggest grossing films of all time was called Titanic. And True. I guarantee you, every <laughs> single fucking person that walked in there <laughs> knew what happened. <laughs> They did, but they didn't know that she wasn't going to let Leonardo on the raft. Let Leo go. <laughs> just let him go. Like, Because, just... I, yeah, I think they, <sighs> everyone who went in there was not going to be surprised. Fucking iceberg, watch out. <laughs> I say every rose has its thorn, and I'll tell you what, she was a bitch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just let him go. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> let him go. Frozen. <laughs> Mason's throwing that song in as Leonardo just lets go of the raft. Just, let him go, let him go. <laughs> Don't hold him back anymore. <laughs> oh, when Disney buys everything. <laughs> yeah, well, geez, they're getting like that, aren't they? Aren't they ever? Oh, they just picked going... up Fox, I think. Uh, it won't be long before Donald Duck enters the Marvel Universe. Oh, you watch. How funny will that be? <laughs> That'll be great. And Captain America turns around to him and says, why no pants? <laughs> <laughs> but, why is it when, but why is it when you have a shower and you take your jacket off, you put a towel around your waist? What's with that? <laughs> yeah, the confusions of Disney and Marvel. Yeah. Unless I don't even get started with Star Wars. No. Um, they own it all, kids. They do, they do, they do. So that was my that was one That's, of the That was your serious one. That was my serious one. I'm curious one. to hear what your funny one is. <laughs> now... Seriously, 
I started because I listen to a few podcasts because I drive uh, an hour each to, each way to work. So I'm in the car for a minimum of two hours every day, and free to air radio, quite frankly, just is not doing it for me. So I I like listening to podcasts as the roadies are doing right now. This is what I like to do. If I listen to a podcast on the way to work, <laughs> I, I I get basically one song. You get the intro. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, I get the intro, and I get hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm. Oh, damn it! Who fuck. the fuck is the other guy <laughs> sitting in the car park for three minutes to work out who it is? Eating my KFC for breakfast. Um, 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 um. Three piece feed, bitches. Yeah. Oh. Um. So I was going through um some random podcasts, and I found this one, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to listen. I always give a podcast three episodes because, you know. The first one's probably going to be a bit wonky donkey, like ours was. Like ours was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll potentially get bigger or better. Um, if it seems to be one that doesn't have, it's not episodic, so like the South Road Boys, where you could potentially pick it up at any episode, I'll probably listen to one of the latest ones. And if I yep. like that, then I'll go back to the, the first to see the origin story or the beginnings. When I looked at the title of this one, I knew I had to start from the start. I couldn't go current episode i had to go back to the start because that's the way it flowed okay now the reason why i started listening to this is because i couldn't think of anything more cringeworthy more embarrassing and potentially more hilarious than my dad wrote a porno Is that is that the podcast or the episode? I cannot recommend this to you enough, roadies, and my friend Troy. You listen to the first four episodes. They are only twenty five to thirty minutes each. This young man in England, his sixty year old father, wrote a porno or adult fiction, an adult story, and so him, his mate, and his uh, other female mate um, are sitting around a coffee table. And they read a chapter an episode. So it only takes 20, for 20 minutes to read a chapter. <laughs> Sorry, there's a, there's a script? It's a book. He actually wrote a book. Because it wasn't, it wasn't actually a film. He actually wrote a book, an adult fiction, but sexy time fiction. Right on with you. I was thinking porno. I was in pornographic film as in visionary masterpiece. No, no. Involving a, the sexy time. Adult erotica is what he wrote. Nice. Adult erotic fiction Do is you- what he wrote. Would you call a book a porno? See, I say I hear porno and think film, movie. Yeah, but even but, even then, it's probably an old hat saying. You probably don't call it that anymore. It's a bit like a few old words, like um, Franger. Who says Franger anymore? That's gone. Every but, single time I see a Ford Ranger driving it, like in front of me, and they've got yes. Ranger blazoned. That's my word for this podcast. Blazoned, blazoned on the back. Yes, I want to follow it, and yes. I want to have a collection of Fs. I just want to get one out. And just stick it on the start and see it. Wonder how long it takes for this person's mates to say, uh, mate, the back of your car says Franger. What's, what's with the Franger? And Safe then driving. out of embarrassment, he'll probably go, nah, it's meant to be like that, mate. It's Franger. Yeah, for Ranger. <laughs> I'm being safe, all right, when I drive. Safe driving. I'm, I've got my Franger. Every time I see it, I get this teenage boyhood moment of <laughs> Franger with that neff. <laughs> You know what? It's the same when I see uh, a Pajero. Because apparently... Okay, what the hell does that turn into? Because apparently... 
because apparently Pajero, pronounced Payero in uh, Spanish, is penis. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. That is spectacular, it's, Joe. And, it, and, and apparently um, in a Southeast Asian country, the spin-off series from Happy Days, Joni Loves Chachi, Yes. Was immensely per, um, immensely popular because Chachi is the same word they use for penis. <laughs> so they saw Joni loves Chachi coming at seven thirty in the night. They're going, "What are we going to see here?" This is definitely an adult film. Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> so this guy. Well, could I just point out that before you go any further, uh, this wasn't set up to come up with a lot of different names for penis. Roadies, just mentioning that. Cock wasn't set up. Anyway, back to the porno. <laughs> so his dad wrote an adult erotic fiction. Good on him. Called Belinda Blinks. <laughs> and it is just him and his two friends what? reading this porno. Or this erotic fiction. What kind of so a title f- is that? Belinda Blinks. Oh, it's a whole long title. And, and I can't remember all of it. But I cried <laughs> at least three times every episode with laughter. Because you hear this son reading his father's words going, I can't believe my dad wrote this. <laughs> and his really? dad's... I don't think his dad's a good writer because they do pick up grammatical errors, <laughs> punctuation issues. Does it matter when it's sex? <laughs> well, apparently, because it deals with Belinda, who's a sales executive for a pots and pans company. <laughs> that's that's the what? setting. That's the setting. <laughs> He's put some story to it. It's just not all, you know. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Please, I'm telling you. <laughs> it, even they will tell you, don't listen to episode three because it's just story. Like, there's no sex in it. But okay. Episode one, two, and four are so funny because he's like, oh, and his dad's got a writer's name. So his dad's um, pseudonym. Um, yep. <laughs> Rocky. Nice. Flintstone. <laughs> Rocky Flintstone. Yes. So they Dude refer- didn't think very hard about that, did he? So they refer to his father um, throughout the thing as Rocky or Rocky Flintstone. And it is just so funny. These The three people who, who do the podcast um, are very quick-witted anyway. But do yourself a favour, Roadies. Oh, just, it's so funny. The writing itself is not good. But the way these people talk about it, it is hilarious. Well, I think it's hilarious. So if you want to know what I find funny, my dad wrote a porno. I find um, that funny. That's incredible. It just is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so there you go. That's what's been going on in my week, Troy. What's been going on in yours? My dad wrote a porno. Sorry, I wasn't expecting that. You've actually thrown me slightly on that one. Could you imagine if um, Ivan did that? There'd be a lot of golf. It'd be sent the TAB. Look, I um, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that erotic. But you know what? The man could surprise me. You never know. He he he, he might have a way with language. Yeah, could... I do mention every year or so after Mum and Dad do the No Man Vigil up north yes. and come back home uh, that for Christmas I will buy them some new suspension for the van. Um, <laughs> I find it kind of funny. 
I get the typical, oh, Troy. Oh, Troy. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> and um, and Dad just laughs. Like, you know, Dad, oh, he gets that laugh. He can't talk. Yes. And he just laughs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, strangely <laughs> enough, no one's ever actually taken me up on it. <laughs> got a little joke. Got a little joke to throw in. I saw this one today. Actually. Oh, I'm gonna I love throw it. I don't, I don't throw a joke in very often. No, so, I love it. Or not one that's planned. <laughs> so we'll just throw this in. Uh, it's not a new joke. It's something okay. I've heard before, but look. Radies might not know. So, um, Ho Chow calls into work and say, Hey, I know come to work today. I feel sick. Got a headache, <laughs> stomach ache, and legs hurt. I know come work. <laughs> and the boss says, Hang on, hang on. I'm just, you know, just going to get over your accent. <laughs> it's not meant to be a funny accent. It's just meant to be not the same person. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Mather. So the boss says, you know something, Hank Shaw? I really need you today. When I feel sick like that, I just go to my wife and ask her for sex. That makes everything better and I go to work. So yes. go try that. Yes. Two hours later, Hank Shaw calls and says, I do what you say. I feel great. I'll be at work soon. you got a nice house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a silly joke, but you know what? I really like it. <laughs> Uh, speaking of silly things I found, I don't yes. have any more information on this, so I just gave it a screenshot. Um, mm. Came up on uh, Nine News. A woman has been jailed after allegedly breaking into her ex-boyfriend's house, then forcing him to have sex with her <laughs> at, ma- at Machete Point. Oh, wow. That's performing under pressure. I know. Now, the thing I'm going to ask about this... Number one, she looks all sorts of crazy. Oh, one photo's kind of cute-ish, but the other one's just fucking mental. Um, but I just wonder how that would work for a guy. Like, I know, and this is, I'm not going to make light of this subject because I know it is serious, but I know men can be raped as well as women. Like, it can happen. Yes, yes. And, and, and men suffer from the point of view of, I suppose it's similar to a woman, if a woman is, I'm trying to make this the best way. If a woman's <laughs> body appears as it's ready for sex when she's raped, she feels oh, as she wants. There's that, you know, did part of me want you it? Which is really have danced that tightrope. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank well, you. that's that's a. Thank you. I like that one. Yeah, that is um, a so, golf club. So the, there's obviously that little psychological effect of why did I want it kind of thing, because the body is a funny thing. It, it um, is. And obviously the same happens with men. Like, you must have a situation where you're able to be wrecked. And afterwards it's like, but I didn't want this. I've basically been wrecked. Why in the world would I be ready to go? Mm. But I just wonder if I had the crazy ex with a machete. Yes. I mean, I'm the kind of person that stands at a, a peeing cubicle <clears throat> and gets stage fright. Yes. I'm thinking that I'm not going to get it up. I'm thinking that machete is going to just... Get little Troy. <laughs> no, 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 this ain't happening. <laughs> Please run away quickly. Please. But, um, yeah, machete point. I've never heard I, that term before, at machete point. I, I think... <clears throat> Couldn't say a big knife point. No. I machete think, point. I think the part of the story that has got me a bit flummoxed... <laughs> okay, there's another part, yeah. Is... Flummoxed. Let's just say, let's, huh? let's just say, in their relationship they had a relationship where this sort of behavior was not abnormal 
that, as in that, that machine behavior or just a bit of rough I've sort of argy bargy. He 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 perhaps may have liked to have been dominated or something like that. Let's just say I'm not saying he is. Okay, so let's let's suppose that's the way that, and she she may have all manner of uh, tricks up her sleeve to be yep. able to make his little general stand to attention. I get that. The first time. <laughs> general. Yeah. Little general. Okay. The f- the first time. Not a constable cock. It's actually a general. No. Yes. Okay. Yep. But it sounds like she's done this repeatedly. <laughs> one, one would imagine that you'd work on your security measures going, one, this has happened to me. This is shit. I've reported it. <laughs> but why is A, someone not helping, or B, you not doing something... To stop this happening again. And even if she does, you didn't... I just... Oh, you know what? <laughs> Fuck. You know what? And that's the, that, that's the fucking difference. Well, it's not different. It's, it's, I'm now putting the blame onto him for not doing something, whereas if it was a woman and a man and the opposite thing... It would never be the woman's fault. There'd be no, there'd be no problems with. Oh, what the woman... so you do, you're doing a bit of uh, unconscious reverse sexism. I am. Mm. I'm saying because he's a guy, it's partly his responsibility, and it's not. It's weird, I... isn't it? Because we never, <clears throat> I won't say never. In most cases, because of the way society's set up, we never think about the idea of a man being raped by a woman. Oh, we. I think. But... I think we find it difficult because once again. I don't remember a time where I've been afraid and had a woody. <laughs> I generally find that when I'm either cold or afraid or have been doing a lot of sports, there's not a lot Things going ain't on. <laughs> but that's but that said, does rape constitute you being erect? She might be doing things to your person as opposed Maybe. to she might be putting things in you as opposed to you putting something in her. So you you wouldn't be able to get up if you're, what was that again? Afraid? Cold? Or doing and sports. What was the third one? Or doing, doing sports, sports. right. So, so if you were a, if you were playing ice hockey in a, Canada. A, Nor- a Norwegian. Um, and you're a weak defender. Yes. And the forward player was coming at you. Yes. It's a good chance you're not getting it up. Is that what you're I, telling me? <laughs> I think that's that's a better than average chance that I'm not getting cool. it up. And I, and I think that's an important thing for all of us to know. Yes, but I then don't again, know why. <laughs> but then again, does that constitute me being raped? I don't think so. No. So um, to, to segue off this, because <clears throat> that is actually a touchy subject, and I don't actually want to make light of, rape of his plight. Because, well, of raping general, it's just it's not a I know it's not a fun topic. No, um, but. I did somehow segues on the sport. That was a nice accident because something very funny happened today. Yes. Um, I happened to come home for lunch because one of the advantages of living very close to work is if you want to have lunch at home, you can just cruise home, kick back, make a sandwich. And listen know. to the last half of an intro of a podcast. <laughs> Do that, yep. Um, but I guess I happened to just turn the TV on. Uh, yes. Actually, sorry, I was looking on my phone. That's right. It came on my phone came on my phone that's just not <laughs> that sounded dirtier than what you meant it did it appeared on my social media stream oh yeah um, so, it was just nine news sport was yes. talking about the cricket um, and it was to do with uh, Glenn Maxwell not shaking I believe the Pakistani captain's hand yes so once again the 
cricket supporters are in uproar because it's unsportsmanlike and all the rest of it. Um, but the funny part was they showed a bit of the game. And did you realise there's a Pakistan player and his name is Fucker Zaman? <laughs> That's straight out of the Billy Bergham and Playbook. It buddy. is. And the thing is, I'm not even trying to pronounce it incorrectly to make it funnier. Um, the people who were commentating, you could actually hear them, right? They were trying to pronounce it different ways so it didn't like he was saying fucker all the time. Oh, like there was There was fucker, fucker, and all the rest. But every now and then they just go, fucker. fucker. <laughs> and, and even... Um, How is it uh, spelled? Do you know? Uh, it's spelled F-A-K-H-A-R. Oh, fucker. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's fucker. 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 Yeah. <laughs> even uh, I was trying to think of the Australian captain, 2020 captain's name. Um I can't think of his name now, but even he, uh, when he mentioned about the fact that um, basically um, fucker played a good game, whatever else, and I'm thinking, <laughs> dude, you must be so careful going in saying, make sure you pronounce it correctly, make sure you don't smile or smirk. And even all the other guys back in the change rooms watching the interview, you've got to be pissing yourself laughing. I mean, the Australian sense of humour says oh. that you have to laugh about that when your mate's saying it. I mean, there would nearly be bets you would think that if there's any smirk, you pay up. <laughs> oh, and, and you know what? And that's what the audio engineer, the camera guy, and the lighting guy, they're all, they've got 20 bucks. Because yep. as you're walking in, they're going, fucker, fucker, fucker. <laughs> and that's... Makes the commentators. And oh, you know what? That's so difficult. That is where, if you listen to The Twelfth Man by Billy Birmingham, where we miss um, a Richie Benno. Because yep. they, he, he had him practicing in the rooms beforehand. Yeah, to get the names right. <laughs> Cut his arm on half, Sumil Avaskar, Alarm Slim Dusty. Oh. I'll leave my teeth in a jar beside the bed. Um, if I can actually, if I can find that footage again, um, yes. just of that cricket, even for the roadies that don't even like cricket, don't even like sport, just listen to the commentators trying not to get say actual fuck <laughs> during the game and trying yes. different ways to say it a little bit tweakish. Oh, man, it was so funny. And all I thought of was 12th man. That's there all I thought of. There you go. It was spectacular. Speaking oh, of sports, do you, fo- do you follow um, the uh, the baseball at all? The baseball? Hmm, American baseball. Baseball. Um, I'll say no. No? Well, I you did, don't have I to. don't follow basketball either, but I did see the Australians and the Philippines bash the crap out of each other last oh, week. Oh, they <laughs> kicked the nine colours of shit out of each other. I remember, um, you know, Aussie Man. Have you seen, seen the Aussie Man reviews? Yes, yes, he yes. He did a review of that one. Yes, oh, I've, brilliant. I've watched that as well. Yeah, yeah. Where, the, where the big dude comes in to try and kick the other guy and then kind of pulls yes. out of the kick halfway. And it looks like he's doing a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen the brawl, uh, I mean, it's not pretty. It's not good for sport. But uh, it was funny. Oh, look, you know what? When you've got uh, is you expect it in AFL, you expect it in hockey... You don't expect a bit of biff in basketball, and I no, think, not like that. And and that was a decent fair amount of biff as well. Like well, it they wasn't were all just in. A, Plus the coaches and the support staff were in it. The fans got into it. It was and, everywhere. I mean, the, you look at the first incident where contact was made. Look, there might have been a raised arm, a raised shoulder that knocked the Australian player to the ground. But the elbow to the face from the Australian to the Philippine. Yeah, guy. that that was it. Was our fault. I fully agree with that. Like, yeah, it was a bit shovey shovey to begin with, but there was no need to come in and just elbow that guy in the head. Yeah, I think <laughs> the Australian guy who went to the ground first, 
I, I genuinely think he got fouled. I, I genuinely yes, think he deserved, you know, whatever penalty. I think he might have gone down a little bit easier than maybe what he was pushed because that helped sell the foul. I don't think I don't think he was in, you know, soccer league by any stretch of the imagination in regards <laughs> to selling it. But I certainly believe that he got a, a very solid bump that might have been close to, to going across the line with that raised arm. But it wasn't going to break his nose. And no. then the Aussie bloke comes in and just elbow to <laughs> just the face and him drops him. <laughs> and there was part of me that went, fucking yes, because I'm an Aussie. Oh. And then I went, oh, that's 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 going to end badly. And guess what it did? It did. It was <laughs> just full on. Um, it was interesting comments I saw on social media. And I fully agree where they're saying that um, these guys should be receiving um, one two-year bans for that fight. And the Ooh. reason they were saying it, I don't necessarily agree with one two-year ban, but the reason they were saying it was that if you're going to ban a cricket over 12 months for mucking around with a ball, yes, why isn't someone that physically goes in and just smashes someone in the head banned for the same period, if not longer? Yeah, because... That was you an know, interesting juxtaposition or a thought pattern on it, I thought. Because basketball, whilst it's technically a non-contact sport, it is a, it is a contact sport. So you have a, a different level of aggression and it is a lot closer to get to that point where someone gets dropped than it is in... Like, if you hit someone in cricket, shit's gone really wrong. <laughs> Especially if you're the one with the bat. Exactly. Like, the the, the degree that you've had to... The, the, the about face you've had to go from you're in the outfield to walking up and smacking a batter in the face... When I'm pretty sure that I remember seeing footage, I believe, of Dennis Lilly back in the day actually stepping up the pitch with the bat, about to take the bowler on because he kept trying to basically body line him or hit him with the ball. But, you know, as long as the bowler's playing within the, 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 the rules of the game, that's all they do. Yeah. Whereas basketball, there's you if you watch any NBA game, there's the occasional stepping on feet, there's the elbows, there's the knees... There's a lot of physicality that goes on in a non-contact sport. So getting to the point where someone gets shoved and then there's a retaliation, I don't think it's that far of a stretch. So I think two-year ban is just a bit... Oh, yeah, it was. But it it was an interesting conversation. I'll tell you Mm. what, if you're actually looking back, um, if it was Lily that did that, and it was Mm. was certainly that era, um, could you imagine... I mean, it wouldn't be a brawl white basketball, would it? I mean, he'd go up and try and hit him with the bat... No one else would probably be helping because Booney would be having a smoke on the sideline somewhere. <laughs> on the sideline, he'd be in midfield. <laughs> probably got and a beer, the, actually. Exactly. And the thing is, DK, I think, was famous for having an aluminium bat. <laughs> he did. Yeah, it was an aluminium one. But I used to love it like the old days of the cricketers. Um, they'd actually be having a smoke on the boundary. Well, what else are you going to do? During the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was sponsored by Winfield. Well, that's true. Too. Well, yeah, Benson and Hedges. Benson and Hedges World Series yeah. Cup. Yep. So there you go. Um <laughs> But speaking of injuries at, well at, at sport, um, back to baseball, there was a lady, Kathy McVale, who unfortunately had a, a black eye after she was hit on Monday night when her team's mascot, <laughs> Philly, Philly Fanatic, shot a frankfurter or a hot dog <laughs> out of a cannon above home plate and it hit her in the face face. wow she attempted to catch the wiener didn't work (laughs) and it came down with such force like a ton of bricks my glasses flew off and i started bleeding (laughs) wow that's some serious sausage action oh that's (laughs) that's, like 
Only in America do they realise that they can get a cannon to shoot. Look, I get the T-shirt cannon, right? They stuff the T-shirt in there, they fire yep. it out there. The air from it generally makes it sort of unravel as it, it goes in the air. Yeah. So it doesn't actually come down as this solid, massive It's not like a violent bomb. No. But they've decided to shoot hot dogs out of it. One, <laughs> if you catch it, are you really going to eat it? <laughs> It, I just don't see how this ends up getting oh. any better. Oh, I got shot by a cannon from home plate. I've got to sell this pebble, run them around looking up with buns in their hands, just waiting to catch the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> but you should see her. I mean, she looks like she's in her you know, mid-50s, and she has got a serious black eye. <laughs> from a, how do you... From a hot dog. How, from a hot dog. I mean, apparently the Phillies have said that they were sorry. <laughs> Um, and I think they've given her, you know, free tickets to the next game. Ah, oh, good on them. So she's a big Phillies fan. That's a story you can tell, though, isn't it? I mean, she's gained a bit of fame out of that. She wouldn't have been famous otherwise. Probably not, but now she's known as the woman who got a black eye from a hot dog cannon. <laughs> hot dog Kathy. Hot dog Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, that a, isn't that a Rolling Stone song? I know, hot but... Hot I- dog Kathy. But the hot dog to the face sounds like the, a chapter in one of uh, Rocky Flintstone's books. <laughs> oh, doesn't it? <laughs> it's chapter seriously... Five, hot dog to the face. You've got to have a listen because it just... It made me laugh. <laughs> it so made me laugh. While we've... Yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to jump in. While we've got the, the tone low, mm. um, I did have something to bring up that was quite serious today. Oh, tone low. That's a really shit rapper's name. <laughs> Sorry, go. Uh, you recall a few episodes back, and look, we're probably talking probably a dozen episodes. Uh, I came up with a great business concept yeah. that we were going to go with that I said would be fantastic, that we would make a shit ton of money, and we could franchise it out. Yes. And it was to do with the love of Pavlovas, and yes. it was going to be called Pavlova. Yes, and it was going to be spectacular. It was going to be, it was going to be around like um, Pie Face and Lord of the Fries and all that kind of thing. They were going to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, you come out of your bar or you want around Melbourne and you want something sweet. You get a slice of pavlova. You get oh. the slice you want. Goes in, goes in a little box. You cruise along with a little uh, metal or plastic fork or a spoon. You eat it up, and it's amazing. We we're going to make Mm-mm-mm. a shit ton of money. Shit ton. One problem, as you as you well aware, mm-hmm. the idea had already been done. Yes. Pavlova. Had already been done. Yes. Now this was disappointing. Like I was oh. just—I felt as though the reason I was on this earth was had lover. been taken away from me. Yep. And I was pretty distraught on that. I mean, it just—it wasn't a nice moment. This is a great. It actually was legitimately a great idea. Oh, no question about it. That's why someone else had it. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so there was disappointment. So look, when these things happen in life, when you hit speed bumps or, or pitfalls you can you can either roll over and act mm. like uh kathy the used to get hit by a hot dog in the face mm. act as though the world is against you <laughs> or you can get back up on your feet yes you can hold your head up high mm. and you can take it one step further and come up with an even better idea oh i mean i don't so, care what it so is mate, i mean if it's better than pavlova i fucking i mean there are two things in the world that need to be unified together to make a fantastic concept yes. that will take over 
the world. Before you go any further, yeah. trademark South Rose Boys. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, there's two things. A pizza. Oh. Yes. And strippers. <laughs> I... Hang on, hang on. Is that is that you slowly taking a topping off a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> topping off a pizza. I like that. So, the name. <laughs> the name, right? Yeah, you take the cheese off. Take the so, cheese off. So, basically what this... Okay, the name? Strapita. Strapita. Yeah. Or... Hmm? If it's a little bit, if it doesn't quite hit the mark, <laughs> pizza strip. Pizza strip. Right. So, the way this works, yeah. I've been thinking about this, and I'm actually serious. Pavlova didn't work. I think strip pizza could I definitely be a winner. Pavlova worked, just not for you. That's true. Well, I don't think, well, obviously it doesn't work for someone else. Where is it? Haven't seen it. Isn't it overseas? Didn't we find that overseas? Oh, if it isn't here, it hasn't worked that well. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> So, it's for pizza. So, we can set this up, okay? So, the idea is that you have your pizza delivered. Yes. And it comes with a stripper. <laughs> right? Yes. That's fantastic. So, um, um, po- point of order. <laughs> yes. Do you get to choose the gender yes. of the stripper yes. when you order your pizza? Yes. Not only the gender of the stripper, their sexual orientation, whether they're happy. So, for instance, um, you might be a couple of gay dudes watching yep. a bit of football. Yep. Um, think pizza would be nice. Actually, a bit of stripper action would be all right too. Yeah. So you use your app, get on strip pizza. Yeah. So your guys, um, would you like a guy or a girl? You want a guy? Yes. And they'll make sure they send someone knowing they're going to be stripping for men. Okay. So that cool. way there's going to be no shocks, no surprises. Sure. Um, and the same, you know, it might be girls stripping for girls, girls stripping for guys, whatever else. So basically they come in with a pizza. Um, yes. As you're eating the pizza, they do the strip show. Yes. They then leave. You finish eating your pizza, finish watching your sport, whatever else. It's brilliant. You know, yes. and, and, it, and it's themed to the pizzas, right? Oh. So, <laughs> so, so Hawaiian, she comes in and... She certainly does. Yep. You can have like, Mexican. It's going to be brilliant. If it's a gay... This can be... It doesn't have to be gay. But maybe someone just on the heavier side, meatballs. Yes. <laughs> what about barbecue meat lovers? Look, I'm certain there's a way, and look, not everything's going to fit. Okay. Um, I don't even want to get started on seafood, um, but, <laughs> but I really do think right. And yes. and here's where it comes into play too. We don't okay. have a round pizza cut into oh, triangles. Shit. We have a rectangular pizza cut yes. in strips. I love it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, okay. It's Whilst good. It's good, Joe. It's good. <laughs> Let's work out some operational logistics right, while we're at it. Yeah, I haven't gone to that, but I tell you what, the idea is sound. Let's just say, for argument's sake, yep. right now, if you want a pizza delivered to your home, it's going to cost you 20 bucks. Righto. Yep. Is that re- reasonable? Oh, I think so. Yeah, that's for, I what? mean, that's, that's not... You know, like Domino's are cheaper, but you get a, a standard, no, normal, nice pizza. Talk- 20 bucks I'm for talk- a pizza. I'm talking your local pizzeria, not a chain, and you're going to eat a decent pizza. I could uh, ring up Mama Rose's now, get a pizza delivered to my door, 20 bucks, definitely. Done. In Bernie, right. Tasmania. Okay, so what do you think <laughs> the subset of strip pizza 
is going to be able to be charging for this service? I haven't watched costings yet. Look, ah. it's, an, it's an important question. But well, it's if, the if main you're question. A, if you're getting a service, yes. you're going to be paying for it. Like, you're not just going to order a pizza for an extra five bucks. You get a garlic bread and a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work like that, mate. You know, you pay for a service. So, look, I would assume... <laughs> I would assume garlic that you're going to pay... <laughs> Can I would, get a 1.25 Coke with that? <laughs> Look, I'd assume you're looking at maybe, you know, 100 bucks on top for your pizza. I'm a few stripper. And, or in 100 bucks. I mean, and this this isn't a long episode. I mean, this is, we're probably talking five, 10 minutes. Like, it's just a, you know, little groove around, get the gear off, wave the titties or the, you know, schlong. The schlong. And um, thanks very much. Enjoy your pizza, guys or ladies. And um, out the door. And how much of this margin are we going to give to the stripper? Uh, look, I think you've got to be a little bit fair. 50? I think, I think you'd be looking at probably 60, 40. Oh, yeah? Okay. I, I think you've got to be... Because you've got to make sure that people want to work for you. So, okay. Because what's going to stop someone having to drive and deliver fucking pizzas and then strip as opposed to just working in a strip club? Do you get pizza in a strip club? They don't get paid. Oh, that that's going to be our our perk, <laughs> our employee benefit is. Tell you what, when was the last time free pizza? When was the last time, mate, that you watched a stripper mm. eating pizza? And when I say a stripper eating pizza, not the stripper eating pizza, but you eating pizza whilst watching a stripper. When was the last Never. time that happened? Never. Exactly. When was the last time you watched a stripper? A very, very, <laughs> very long time. Ago. So you're probably not my target market. Um, no. But, but I tell you, strip pizza. But imagine, okay, imagine so, the tagline. You know, strip pizza. Um, take a strip, and it just shows this beautiful pizza, and maybe this nice silhouette of people in the background, looking or, or saucy. Strip pizza. We load it up, but they take it off. There you go. Yeah, I just, I think this is this is the one, man. Pavlova got <clears throat> stolen out from under me. But you oh, can do under it. us. You... It was the South Road Boys invention. We, I wanted this for us. But you could do a sideline of Strapizza. You could do Pav on delivery as well. Just because someone oh, take just true. because someone's taken the name Pavlova doesn't mean they own the concept. It's like saying McDonald's owns all hamburgers. I know, <laughs> but it was the name was great. <laughs> the concept was in the name Pavlova. But just change the way it's spelt. Maybe we could do Pav and, and Sausage Roll and um, Hot Dogs. Call Pav it Pizza. Pa- Pav and Sav. <laughs> Pav Pizza Strips. Pav Pizza Strips? Pav on a pizza? No, I don't know about that. Pav and Pizza Strips. Pizza Pav and Strips. <laughs> it's starting to get complicated. But I'm telling you, man, Strip Pizza. I think that's where right. it's at. So you're around, you got five mates over watching the footy? <sighs> I don't think I've got five mates, maybe three. Okay. So there's me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're that popular. Okay. So you go, let's order so, a pizza. Yeah, yeah, true. There's you, <laughs> and, and we don't tell Amy or Jazz. <laughs> oh, shit, no. No, no. But, okay, so you've got, let's just say you've got a couple of mates over and you're watching yep. the footy. I'm a bit peckish. 
let's get a pizza. Oh, great well, idea. there's three of us. We're going to need two. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So there's 40 bucks yep. for the pizzas. Um, do we want to kick in an extra 100 and have a stripper? I could see that working. It's only an extra, what, 30 bucks eggs, roughly? 35 eggs? And if you are able to license that, as in that person will bring beer? Oh. Oh, now we're talking. Because mm. I want pizza and I need more beer, but I've been drinking so I can't drive. Exactly. And even if you fucking... Even here's the thing. You're going to get the money because people are going to go... I don't want to go to the shops. I'll pay someone to bring me beer. Fuck, it's going to cost me a hundred bucks, but I get a stripper. Fair enough. Okay. And the thing is, you probably have charged already. You've already had half a dozen beers, so your decision-making process is a little bit hindered. Very impaired. Yep. So what you're going to do is you're going to have there, and, and they're going to say, well, oh, can I have it without the stripper? No, sorry, mate, we don't do that. Because <laughs> the stripper's got the RSA, the Responsible yep. Service of Alcohol, so they have to come. <laughs> True. That's a I love very it. good point. I love it's going to work in regional sections a lot more than the metro, but I, I love it. Strapita. Strapita. Trademark South Rabbit. Yeah. See ya. Pavlova wasn't now, mine, but Strapita, mate, this is what could actually take us. And I'll tell you what, we'll also be putting South Road Boys marketing on mm. the pizza boxes. I love it. We could even have the, the SRB special. A free podcast with every episode, uh, with every pizza. Exactly. That's a great idea. How much do we charge for podcasts at the moment to people? All up? Yeah. Like totally included? Yeah, to- including GST as well. Yeah, yeah, free. Okay, right, cool. <laughs> so we don't really have to change our offer that much, do we? No. So it's easy. Yeah, it's good. I like it. And you know what? Every pizza gives you an extra podcast episode. Oh, that's amazing. Free. Free. <laughs> Good. Wow. Free upgrade. That's just... I just think this is a winner. I think this is the thing that could actually propel us into superstardom. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know the legalities around whether or not... It's not prostitution. Oh, here's one thing that we haven't yeah. thought of. Mm-hmm. I can't see a time in my life where my wife is going to want me involved with running strippers. <laughs> Certainly not from a HR perspective in hiring. She'll probably be okay if I'm hiring the boys. Okay. Then what she'll if, probably uh, start to What if we got it. the ladies involved? Why, why, why now that I'm sucking up and we're calling them ladies? I've never called your wife or my girlfriend <laughs> ladies ever. The girls. Lady. So you if want what, what, everything I wanted. What if we get the girls involved? Yeah, the and babes. they and they get to interview the strippers to see female and male. My wife's told me about the last time she saw a stripper. It, <laughs> I'm excited already. It is. <laughs> it was. It was not something she marks down as the most mem- memorable um, or welcome experiences in her life. Um, uh. Thankfully, thankfully. She says she doesn't like unfamiliar penises. <laughs> unfamiliar. <laughs> her words unfamiliar not, penises. Her words, not mine. Oh, wow. And I'm quite happy that she tell, feels that way. I tell her, that'd be a great brand of dildos. <laughs> the unfamiliar penis. The unfamiliar penis. 
Oh, I tell you, so isn't it a good thing there's not a Thai pizza? Because you wouldn't know what you were going to get there. <laughs> oh, imagine that. And here's the thing. So it's normally 120 bucks. Yep. For 100 bucks. Yeah. You get the mystery box. Oh, the mystery box. <laughs> you don't know what pizza or what stripper you're going to get. <laughs> or or it's whatever's point, available. Yep, and it also could be if if it's a, if you were looking at the tie like a Thai pizza. Yeah. Right. If you're going that way, you could also get the female stripper, uh, but there might be enough for your penis. <laughs> oh, a bit crying game action. No, but I think oh. we should offer that. I reckon we should offer the mystery box, the hundred dollar mystery box. Which means... I do like that. Save 20 bucks, but you don't know what you're going to get. Well, because we, cause obviously we're going to have a couple of guys and a couple of girls on staff. Oh, definitely. Well, if someone's waiting around for an order, I mean, I don't think you're going to get a lot of orders one after the other. So I think what you need to do is be able to send them out on a job. So they just rock up to wherever. Yep. And maybe what we're going to need to do is get other delivery drivers who will meet the stripper at the next place so they don't have to come back and pick up the pizza. That's a good idea. Yeah, see, business planning. Mm. (laughs) It's got legs, mate. It's definitely got legs. And you know what? The thing that I love the most is that 30 years ago, you and I were standing at a video game console. (laughs) (laughs) And I would never have envisaged this business opportunity coming my way. <laughs> but I am so glad it did. Oh. <laughs> which which was my segue to today being video games day. <laughs> I actually hadn't even thought about it. We nearly got through an entire episode without you coming up with your bloody day. Yes, yes. That would have been great. And you know what I've I've realised? Um, <laughs> I mean, we don't we could keep going on stripper pizza, stripper pizza. I tell you, it's it's got legs, man. I think this is the one. This is yeah. it. That's your business. Ah, definitely. I just oh. yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I just I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously, we people hire strippers now, don't they, to work on the. On the, the fun buses and the tour buses? Oh, yeah. like It's not like it's uh, an old hat operation. It's still out I, and about. I think, though, the, the, you've got a certain duty of care under the RIHNS laws to provide a safe work environment. True. So there'd have to be someone with the stripper. I, I would imagine you'd need an escort. Well, escort's probably not the right word. Um, a companion yep. <laughs> for the stripper. Which means you're now getting a hundred dollars for the stripper. You're giving sixty bucks to the stripper. How much are you giving to for their companion? Well, I reckon they can just split that down the middle. Because if you're, I mean, imagine how many pizza deliveries you can get in a night. You can make some big dollars. Each. Yeah, yeah but, but you're only looking at a. Uh, you're looking at maybe a, you know, a five minute strip. Then you're out the door again. That's quick. You, you're, that's not there, not, you're not there for not, half an hour. That's not even a full warrant song, is it? <laughs> Because <laughs> you've got to imagine that every time it's a full warrant song, you know, she's my chair of pie, or something yeah. like that. So you're, look, you're, from you're the looking 80s. at probably three and a half minutes. So well, maybe you said it two songs, two songs, no more than three and a half minutes a song. So you're in out, 
basically then you go get another delivery and you're off again. So you can make some decent dollars. No, but I'm saying that each transaction is going to take 10 minutes because you and I both know that whenever you get a fucking pizza, there's always the, oh, shit, the pizza's here. Let's get some money together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, by the okay. time that happens, you go in, oh, shit, you know, you, they have to bring their own boom box. It's going to take a couple of True. minutes to get... Look, um, I'm thinking... No afterpay with this, like you've got a pay front credit card online. Because what's going to happen is you'll turn up, they'll have the pizza, like, oh, sorry, we don't have the money for this tripper. How about you, we've got 50? You want a oh, guaranteed yeah. sale when you turn up. Pay in advance. Yep. Set up an no account. Around. Um, no different to having Uber on your phone. Perfect. It's tied to your credit card. Oh, I love Bam. that. It's just, that's a strip pizza app. Yep. You've Done. already entered your credit card details in. And it comes up as Jim's mowing. Oh, definitely. It won't come up as true pizza. <laughs> no. No. Um, <laughs> no, not going to say that. That was very untoward. Um, <laughs> and I, I just don't think, though, that... And here's my other small, small issue. I don't want to fucking make pizzas. <laughs> oh, we won't have to actually make things. Oh, okay. No, we can stay oh, overseeing gonna- this stuff, mate. Do you think we could just sell it as a franchise idea to pizza parlors? Saying, you know what, we'll supply you the personnel, you supply the pizzas, and we'll deliver them. We'll run your delivery service for you. Yeah, but the problem is then we, we lose control and it starts getting skanky. Next thing you know, there'll be pizza slut. Like, <laughs> you know, it's gonna, they're going to take our idea, take our idea of a top-class pizza stripper delivery order scheme and just turn pizza it into something slut. skanky. Pizza slut. I don't think you intended that pun. <laughs> I think it was all right. <laughs> oh, oh, you can eat pizza slut. <laughs> so, uh, so just to throw it out there, I'm going to throw this on the towel. Awesome or awful? Strip pizza. Oh, fucking awesome. Fantastic. Oh, I mean... I knew you'd be on I, that. I have to. Nice. I have to be in for that. I, I just know. do. We just can't tell Amy. <laughs> Well, no, um, or jazz, or jazz, or, or well, jazz won't listen to it. <laughs> I, I, know, I guarantee you, Amy's not going to listen to it either. Well, mind you, she's probably heard half of this conversation because you know she hears my bit, so she doesn't. Have to listen I thought to you were your about bit. to say probably heard half that conversation because she's in bed next to me and just pan the. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, if she had been in the same room, we would have heard it for her. A lot sooner yeah. than I, what we just yeah. had. Amy, Amy, no, no, not, not, I didn't say pizza slut. No, no, I didn't say that. No, no, you've just heard me. Pizza hut. It's a hut. Hut. As in Jabba. Jabba the hut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Star Wars, it's a boy thing. You wouldn't understand. Oh. oh, well, I just... I just can't wait. You know, the thing that I'm looking forward to the most out of all this is you and I standing in front of the sharks on Shark Tank <laughs> pitching, <laughs> pitching this idea to try and get $200,000 for 10% of funds. our business. Mm. And they're going to go, you value this as a $2 million a year business. Where do you get that from? And we're going to say, the roadie said it was a fucking good idea and we should do it. Uh, I think the I, Actually, we might have to... Um might have to put up a little poll, I reckon. Once this episode goes up on Sunday, Monday next week, or in yep. this week, might have to put a little poll on scene if the roadie sinks. Strip pizza is a formidable yeah. idea or not. Yay or nay. Yeah, see what they come up with. 
the thing is I I know a quite a, a reasonable amount of our audience I reckon it's got legs <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that says things about my slash our idea or more about our audience <laughs> I think it says a lot to our audience <laughs> I reckon yeah and okay here's the thing yep. do we then so we're, we're catering we'll cater the LBGTIQ community oh, however that however that wants to go we'll cater to the straight community are we going to create it to the fetish community oh so we're going to have the fatograms oh that's a <laughs> well that that would come with Strip a, pizza that with would come extra. with a supreme or the extra topping. Extra topping. <laughs> and that's a euphemism. <laughs> I do, look, there's a lot of work. There's no doubt that um, it's a business model that needs to be uh, thought out a little bit further. Fleshed out. Come on. Fleshed Come on. Out. There was an opportunity <laughs> to use the word flesh, and you didn't. Just lift your game, Barnes. Come on. You're better than that. <laughs> that's like last week when we talked about the uh, UFOs, and you didn't think we were going to get the word anal probes in there. <laughs> Certainly didn't think I was going to get it this episode, but once again, <laughs> I'm delighted that you have. Nice, nice. <laughs> maybe that's an that's an maybe that's your additional option with your strapizza. You reckon? I'll have a garlic bread, two litre coke, and an anal probe. probe. <laughs> anyway, I, I I think it's a great idea, and I think we could definitely move forward with that. And you know what? We could probably theme it with our days. Well, with my days. Yeah, your days. Because, <laughs> you know, you could have all different costumes and all that kind of stuff. you got to... Because realistically, once you've... Once people have gone through the delivery staff, you've got to do something to be able to get them to do it again. Because you don't want it a one-off purchase. You don't want it a one-off experience. True. You want this to be an ongoing. So maybe what we do is we offer a Strapizza subscription. Oh, that's a great idea. Yep. So that once a month, you get your pizza and stripper. Yep. But you've you've prepaid for it. Yep. And it's a different theme every month. Different theme every month. Fantastic, Joe. Yeah. That's that's what Imagine I'm thinking. Make sure during <laughs> AFL season, it will come dresses in your footy colours. Oh, fuck. That'd be gold. Look, we could talk about this all night, but we don't have any time left. No. But I tell you what. So we'll stop the podcast fantastic. and you and I will keep on talking <laughs> about this order. But we do have one thing coming to us, I believe, is a bit of Thoughtful Troy. We do. We certainly do. Um, thoughtful Troy has been a bit lucky this week. Ooh, thoughtful, lucky Troy. Thoughtful, lucky Troy's thoughtful, Troy. Had, thoughtful Troy's had a message from a, a roadie wanting a little Excellent. bit of life advice. Oh, we love this. All right, so, well, here's the music. Welcome to the advice of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> Denise from Brighton in Adelaide is concerned <laughs> about her husband's suggestion of bringing another woman into their relationship. Oh. Do not fear the unknown. In the commune of Thoughtful Troy, shared love is not frowned upon. I call this the Tim Tam Principle. One is never enough. But be wary of the weight this decision will add. Thank you. 
and bless. <laughs> maybe maybe Belinda's just not aware that he he wants to bring another woman into the relationship so she can cook because Belinda's a shit cook. Well, for a start, it's Denise. Oh, Denise. Maybe Belinda's Sorry. the add-on. I don't know. <laughs> maybe Belinda came with a pizza. Belinda's the name of the lead character in my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> I, I just, I really hope that advice helps. I think that was uh, quite good. Oh, big shout out to you, Denise. I hope you've gotten a lot out of a bit of thoughtful Troy. The Tim Tam principle. Tim, Tim Tam principle. Well, on that note, roadies, it has been an absolute pleasure. Um, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the owners, proprietors of a new startup venture, Strapizza. We most certainly are. Some prick took Pavlov off me. Strapizza's where it's at, I'm telling you.